0: Hello and welcome to the Pokedex Radio Podcast by Flashlight Studios. My name is Gabriel and I'm your host, and today is Tuesday, April 21st, 2009. I want to apologize, before we even get started with the show, I want to apologize to anybody who tried to listen to the episode last week, which was its schedule release date. Um, We were having some troubles with the host that we used to host the podcast, uh, Podbean.com. We had used up all the bandwidth. For the month of april and uh because of using up all the bandwidth nobody's going to be able to listen to the show um so there would have been no reason for me to go ahead and upload anything new until the month of may but we went ahead and we have our own website now and we're hosting the podcast off of blogspot.com now it's going to be easier for anybody to go ahead and go to the website subscribe to the podcast through blogspot and we don't have we won't have to have any troubles like this again, because um, honestly I was nervous about you know losing subscribers and this and that. But I guess we'll get new ones later on. So okay, I got the apology out of the way. Today's episode is g- we're going to be discussing berries. But before we get to the main topic of berries, uh, let's get to the news. Today in the news, there's not much, but there are two big events that are happening. One's happening now, because it started yesterday, and one's going to be happening soon, with in, in Japan only, though, which kind of sucks. But the the event that's happening now, it's happening in the US and in Canada right now. The Rotom Key event. For those of you who have bought Pokemon Platinum, and you open, opened up the little pamphlet thing that's inside the... Uh, The box, you've seen that there was supposed to be a Rotom key event coming soon to unlock the new forms of Rotom. It's happening right now. It started in the US over Wi-Fi, it started from April 20th and it goes to through May twelfth. And in also in the US, they're also at Toys R Us from April 19th through April 26th. And in Canada at Toys R Us sometime during this month of April I'm not sure exactly what time what time frame they set for Canada because um there there's I haven't seen it yet I didn't even look at the uh, the toys R us Canadian site but it's sometime in this month of April so that's a really that's a really big exciting event uh, I went ahead and I downloaded the, uh, the Rotom key earlier today uh, I haven't gone ahead and switched any of the, the Rotoms that I have I haven't switched any of their forms yet but, um, it, it looks pretty cool, and you go ahead, you download the key, and the key floats down, and it looks all cool and everything. But, the second news article that I, that I have for you guys, this is a Japan-only event. There's actually two events. During the 12th movie, um, there's going to be a, re- uh, they're going to give, a, uh, give away a special Pikachu-colored Pichu. It's a special shiny Pichu, um. Like I said, it was a—it's a, a Pikachu-colored Pichu, so it's not a normal shiny Pichu. Um, it has, you know, the darker yellow colors that a Pikachu would have, uh, and it's supposed to symbolize something from the movie because there's a P- Pichu in the movie that's specially colored in this and that with extra little points on his ears and this and uh, and stuff like that, and it looks really cool. Um, if it's supposed to unlock anything in any of the games, I don't know yet. But, um, it looks cool, you know, and it comes with it comes with an everstone and at level thirty, so it's not that special, but if it unlocks anything later on in any future games, you know you're gonna you're gonna want to get it you know for the Japan games, and I'm sure they're coming out with the same thing in the u s sometime soon uh maybe within the next year or so, I don't know, and the second event that's also going to be given away at the the twelfth movie in Japan is Arceus. I don't know, this just surprised the heck out of me, because I didn't think they were going to give Arceus away so soon after the release of Platinum. The Arceus comes at level 100, it has the moves Judgment, Roar of Time, Spatial Rend, and Shadow Force. Um, Shadow Force and the other, um, Roar of Time and Spatial Rend are all moves from uh, Dialga, Palkia, and Giratina, which I'm sure those guys are also in that movie. That's why it's ha- that's why it has special moves. And it's holding the Row Berry. And uh, we're gonna discuss a little more about that berry later on in the show, and that's and that is a uh, a newly released berry such as the uh, the custat berry and the mickle berry and the enigma berry that came with uh the dark the Regigigas and the Shaman events in the US and maybe out in other places too. But um I guess that's it for the news, so now let's get on to our main topic. Okay, like I said before, the main topic for today is berries. Um, the way I personally categorize the berries, um, I put them into three different three different types. Um, there's battle berries, poffin berries, and happiness berries is the way I put them. Within the battle berries, there, there are status and HP healing berries, and then there's the, those berries that weaken super effective attacks. And there are others that also either raise like stuff like a raise critical hit ratio or um, cause uh, recoil damage in your opponent. And the Poffin Berries are just mostly, pretty much you can only use them to make different kinds of Poffins. The Happiness Berries are ones that raise your Pokemon's happiness, but there is a downside to them. They do lower um, a certain uh, base stat, depending on which berry you're using. But we won't get into too much detail in on that, because there's just a lot to go over, and I want I want to keep this a relatively short episode. Hopefully it will be, I don't know. We'll see. Okay, the Battle Berries. The status and HP healing berries. The most popular berry, at least for the status and HP healing berry, in my opinion, is the Lum Berry. What the Lum Berry does, it cures any status uh, If when your Pokemon is holding it, or if you give it to your Pokemon. This is the most popular one, at least that I've seen, battling in the... Um, in the Battle Tower, uh, doing the Wi-Fi battles, I usually see this attached to a Pokemon. Majority of the time, this will be the, the berry attached, because it, like I said, it cures any status, like, uh, Frozen, um, Burned, uh, Confusion, whatever. Other ones that, uh, restore HP are like the, uh, the Citrus Berry, uh, or the Auron Berry. Uh, the Oren Berry only only heals 10 HP. Citrus Berry heals uh, a quarter of your total HP. I see also the Lepa Berry is uh, another one of those battle-type berries. Um, It restores 10 uh, power points, uh, 10 PP, to uh, whatever move you're using. Uh, Whatever move is uh, low on on PP. Uh, I was getting into uh, HP berries before. Uh, There are some berries that, even though they restore some of your HP, they will confuse a Pokemon. That dislikes that certain kind of berry. Like, let's say the Figgy Berry, uh, number 11, the Figgy Berry, uh, restores one eighth of your total HP, but it will confuse a Pokemon that does not like spicy berries. The Wiki Berry will confuse a Pokemon that doesn't like dry berries. The Aguav Berry uh, will confuse a Pokemon that doesn't like bitter berries. And there's just a uh, bitter, spicy, dry, sweet, and sour. You know, so if your Pokemon doesn't like that kind of berry, uh, when it eats it during battle, it will confuse that Pokemon. Usually there's not too much of a problem with that, but I guess the best berry to use for HP healing is the Citrus Berry. Other battle berries, like I said, uh, also um, weaken super fec- super effective attacks. Berries such as the, uh, the Oka Berry, the, uh, the, uh, the Rindo or Rindo Berry, the, the Yachi Berry. The Kebia Berry, the Koba Berry, Papaya Berry. Each one of those, when you get attacked by your opponent, if that move that it's used, that it uses, is super effective, it will weaken that super effective attack. Like let's say, um, your opponent has a Glalie, and you have a Dragonite on your on your team, and their Glalie uses Ice Beam or Blizzard on your Dragonite. As it, as the Glalie uses its move, your Dragonite will eat the the yachi berry that it's holding and uh, if it's holding one obviously and it will weaken that attack so it won't kill you but it will do significant it, w- it will still do some damage obviously but it will it will weaken the, uh, the super effective attack which is which is really cool and usually you see those being held by pokemon such as like i said the yachi berry for a dragonite uh, for any dragon type pokemon uh, other battle berries also include stuff like the uh, the ganlon berry the Salak berry the pataya berry which what they do is once your HP falls below one-third of the total, uh, different, different berries will either raise your attack, raise your defense, speed, raise any of your stats, really. The Landsat berry will raise your critical hit ratio if your HP falls below uh, one-third. The Starf berry will raise any stat. I don't know if... I've never used a Starf berry, so I don't know if that's random or not. If, uh, or it raises all your stats. It says any stat, so it might be one of uh, a random stat there are some berries that came with special event Pokemon those of you who got the Darkrai event and the Shaman event and most recently the Regigigas event you guys all got the Enigma berry, the Mickleberry and the Custat berry. The Enigma berry came with Darkrai, the Mickleberry came with Shaman and the Custat berry came with Regigigas and and soon we're going to also get the Rowup berry which is the last berry in the entire list, there's only 64 berries in the game. Well, not only, yeah. Anyways, there's 64 berries in the game. And the rowa berry is the last one in the list. So after getting the one from Arceus, if they have the same berry, if we, get, if we get the same berry from Arceus, we're only going to be missing the Jaboka berry, which is number 63 in the list. But what those special berries do, if you guys miss the events, like me, you guys didn't get the Enigma, Mickle and Custat berry. Well, Custat berry, um... I I tried to remind anybody who was listening to go to the Ridge Gigas event. So hopefully you guys got it. And that's the only berry that I I got out of the special event ones. So I'm missing the Enigma and Mickleberry. Um, And there's no other way to get those except uh, the Mickleberry you are able to get through Battle Revolution. But it takes forever. I'm not joking with you. It's so hard. Like I I want to ask for the Enigma and Mickleberry on the show like I did for the Shaman. But, like, I don't want to sit here and, and sound so greedy that I'm trying to get everything, even though, you know, this game is really much pretty much all about collecting all this stuff, and I, I like to collect stuff. So, I'm... whatever. Anyways, uh, the Enigma the Enigma berry, what it does is, when you're hit by a super effective attack, unlike the other super effective type berries, this one will raise your HP. So you get hit by a super effective attack, it will raise your HP. So that's that's really cool with the Enigma berry. The Mickleberry, like I said, came with Shaman, the Mickleberry, um, raises your raises the accuracy of one of your moves when your HP gets really low. And the Custai berry, which came with Regigigas, makes you move first when your HP gets low. So that's pretty cool. And there's two other special event berries. The Jaboka berry and the Roat berry. The Jabokaberry still hasn't been released yet to anybody at all in, in the world pretty much. It causes recoil damage on your opponent if you're hit by a physical attack, a normal attack. So let's say not not normal type attack, just a physical attack what I'm what I'm trying to say. So let's say your opponent uses something like a dynamic punch against you, which is a physical move, and your Pokemon is holding a Jabokaberry. Your opponent will get recoil damage, which is which is pretty cool. And the row-up berry does the same thing, except for special attacks. Let's see. That's it for the battle berries. Then there's the Poffin ingredient berries, or if you're using, um, like a lot of these berries are not in the Game Boy Advance versions, but some of the Poffin ingredient berries, they I would consider them Pokeblock ingredient berries in the Game Boy Advance versions of the games. These berries, pretty much, pretty much all they do is, uh, they are really good berries to use, especially when you're making puffins or trying, uh, like, you know, trying to raise your your Pokemon's uh, either like beauty or smartness or toughness or whatever. When you're using them uh, for contests, That's, this is the, the the main way to raise raise those, the only way to raise the, those kinds of stats for the for the contests. So if you're especially if you're going for like master rank and stuff like that, this is the only way to is going to assure you a first place ribbon. And uh, I tried going through some of those contests recently with my uh, uh, Tyranitar, because all of its moves are tough moves. So I went through it, because I was trying to get into the uh, the Ribbon Syndicate, if any of you have gotten that far in the game. It's after you beat the Elite Four um, in, in, the, uh, in the fight area. It's a place called the Ribbon Syndicate. I've never been in there. So I decided to try going in with my Platinum game, and you need to have at least ten different kinds of ribbons. As I never, I never do the contests. You know that's not really my thing. I like to collect the Pokemon and battle a lot. So doing the the contest was kind of out of my element. And I was able to get up to the uh, great rank with my Tyranitar, and then I went with my Salamence through the beauty rank. And I got other ribbons going to uh, uh, that one girl. I forgot what her name was in a. My goodness, my mind is coming to a blank right now. In the city where you get your eighth gym badge, I can never remember the name of that city. But uh, there's a girl there, and she gives you a special ribbon every day, uh, once a day. I that's the that's the way I got most of my ribbons. I was just uh, this, this is my little going off on a tangent there, trying to get into the ribbon syndicate, which was impossible for me because I don't collect ribbons. But they did make it a lot easier in the uh, in platinum. Uh, with, like, that footprint ribbon and this and that, which was. I don't know if they had it in a diamond and pearl. I never really checked. Because, like I said, I didn't really care about ribbons before. So, anyways, uh, I guess I finished talking about pof- uh, about poffin berries already. Some poffin berries actually include, like, the raspberry, the pineapple berry, the beloo berry, and the palm tree berry. Those are just a few of ex- the examples of those poffin ingredient berries. And there's also, uh, I mentioned before, happiness berries. That's, that's the, the third and the last um typing of berry that I categorize them in happiness berry what they do is they raise your pokemon's happiness when you feed it to them but they will they also have a downside as they lower the effort value of a certain stat in your pokemon um we haven't talked about effort values or evs in this uh, in the show at all yet but um we might get into that in one of the future episodes berries such as like the po- Pomeg Berry, Kelpsy Berry, Qualot Berry, Hon- Hondu Berry, Greppa Berry, and the uh, Tomato Berry. Or Tomato Berry, however you want to pronounce it. Each one of those will raise the happiness in your Pokemon, but each one will also lower a specific stat. Like the Pomeg Berry raises happiness and lowers the base HP stat. So let's say you EV trained your Chansey in HP. You'll have. Uh, and- hopefully it won't be at level 100 if you try to give it the Pomek Berry to raise its happiness to evolve it into a Blissey you know you'll have to train again for those extra EVs in, in HP if you're feeding it the Pomek Berry so I mean those are just uh, some examples of uh, well actually those are all the happiness berries so just be careful with those um, be better off to give those to a Pokemon that either you just hatched or that you just caught because uh it will their base stats are already at zero. Well, not zero, but uh, their EVs or are, are already at zero. So there would there be no there be no uh consequences to to giving them those kinds of berries. I guess that's it for the main topic about berries. You know, battle berries, puffin berries, and happiness berries. On to the Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? Okay, so the Pokemon of the episode during this episode is, uh, Bronzor. I decided to go with Bronzor with this episode. No real reason, just, you know, just open up the book and there is the first Pokemon I saw was Bronzor. Okay, so Bronzor is a fourth generation Pokemon. It's number 436. Um, it evolves into Bronzong at level 33. It's a steel and psychic type Pokemon, pretty much like, um, like Beldum, Metang, and Metagross. But Beldum, Matang, and Metagross are much better than Bronzor and Bronzong, in my opinion. But then again, I may be wrong, because I, I never used either one of those two. So let's see. Bronzor and Bronzong, they both have two different abilities, like most of the Pokemon, uh, Pokemon of the episodes that we've had on the show. Each of them have two abilities. The first ability of a Bronzor or a Bronzong is lev- Levitate. Any ground-type move will have no effect at all on that Pokemon, which is really cool. So... If your Bronzo or Bronzong has Levitate, then, because even though ground-type moves are super effective against steel, uh, it won't do any damage to you at all. And the second ability of Levitate, what it does is uh, you can't be trapped by uh, the uh, the other ability called Arena Trap. You, you won't be able to be trapped by that, so that's good, and uh, you don't take any damage from, from um, a move like Spikes. Bronzor or Bronzong's special ability, uh, the second special ability is Heat Proof. And what Heat Proof does is, um, any damage from Fire-type moves, um, and any damage you get from being burned is halved, which, which is good because also being a Steel-type Pokemon, Fire-type moves already do double damage, so I guess now it's only does regular damage to a, uh, to a Bronzor or a Bronzong. So either one would be great to have on the Pokemon, in my opinion. The better one for like Wi-Fi battling, because a lot of people like to use stuff like Spikes and like toxic Spikes and stuff like that, I guess it would be to use Levitate as your, uh, your ability if you're going on Wi-Fi and battling there. It has no gender, uh, so um, I guess you'd be uh, breeding it with a Ditto. You can only breed it with a Ditto. You cannot breed it with another Bronzor or Bronzong. Bronzor evolves into Bronzong at level 33. And, uh, let's get to, uh, Bronzong's stats. Its stats are, uh, HP 67, attack 89, defense 116, special attack 79, special defense 116, and speed 33. I mean, it's got, a uh, really great defense and special defense stats, 116 and one, uh. Yeah, 116 in both of them, which uh, comes out uh, close to like 350-ish. Uh, what does it say? 364 if you have a beneficial nature, full 31 IVs, which is which is determined at, at the birth of the Pokemon, and um, if you EV trained all the way, it'll, it'll go to 364 at, at its maximum, which is really good. Very good, actually. So I guess that's it for the Pokemon of the episode, number 436, Bronzor. And 437 Bronzong, it's evolution. Okay, now let's get to um, the question of the episode. The question this time is, how long have you been playing Pokemon? Pretty simple question. Um, my answer for, the, for this question, you know, I, like I do with every question of the episode, I give an example of an answer. My answer is, I've been playing Pokemon since 1997. So that's about 12 years now, because it's 2009. Um, so, wow, that's a long time. Okay, because a lot of people did get out of the fad of playing Pokemon, but I never got out of it. So I've been playing Pokemon since 1997. So, yeah, I've um, been playing Pokemon for 12 years, since I was 8 years old, since 1997. That is a long time. So that's the question of the episode. How long have you been playing Pokemon? You could send us your your answers to the email at Studios. At gmail.com. That's flashlight at gmail.com. Flashlight Studios at gmail.com. One thing I want to mention: when you send us your emails, and uh, I need to read you guys' emails. When you send us your emails, if you don't want us to use your real name or your your real first name, at least. Tell us something. To, uh, tell, uh, give us a different name, like one of our listeners, which I'll re- I'll read his email now. One of our listeners wants us to call him uh, call him dynamic, so that's that's cool. We'll call you whatever. Just to let you guys know, if you don't want us to say uh, your your name in uh, on the show, because I did get a complaint from one of our emailers in the last show uh, that didn't want uh, didn't want me to say um, their name on, on the show. So if you guys want to email us, um, instead of giving us your real name, just give us like a a special name that you like or whatever. Okay, so the question of the episode last time was, did you buy platinum, and what would you rate platinum on a a scale of 0 to 5? Our email, one one of our emails we got was from Dynamic, he says that he would rate platinum... Uh, a 4 out of 5. Yes, he did buy Platinum, and he would rate it a 4 out of 5. He says, There's a lot of new things added, and the battle recorder rocks. But the whole plot is the same, except for a tiny bit, and that's the only annoying part. Other than that, it's awesome. Uh, Dynamic rates it a 4 out of 5. Let's see. Uh, Another email we got was from Zach. Zach is our, uh, so far, the only listener who has emailed us for every single episode, which is really cool, Zach. You know, you're, 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 I guess, our biggest fan right now. Okay. So Zach says hello as uh, as the title implies I bought platinum 'cause his his uh subject line says I bought platinum. So he says hello as the title implies I've bought I have bought platinum. Overall a very good game. However, I do not see the purpose uh other than to make money. What I mean is why weren't these changes why weren't these things added in Diamond and Pearl, like the Battle Frontier, cause that was an emerald. There was no excuse not to put that in Diamond and Pearl. I think that a lot of these features is just an excuse to make more money. Of course, this is a business, which Nintendo is. Which I agree with you on that. Um, but uh, like you said, it is a business. Of course, they want to make more money. So the rest of your email, you say uh, uh, you rate Platinum a 5 out of 5. And um, even though you haven't finished the game, and I, I've i finished the game so far. I'm not, I haven't caught every Pokemon, but me, i finished the game. Beat the Elite Four and everything. Um... And yes, I I would agree with you. I would give the game a five out of five. But just for the fact that they w- didn't put Battle Frontier and all that good stuff in the other ones, like like you said, it's it's an excuse for more money. Um. And you had a question, um, and an- another one of our listeners, uh, Frog Collector. So that's that's the name he wants us to to call him. Another guy, another, another emailer named Frog Collector. And Zach, you also asked uh. Um, both of you asked that if a hacked shaman, uh, would be able to unlock the gray flower or gray flower in the game from my knowledge, because I don't have a hacked shaman from my knowledge. No, it will not unlock the grace, uh, the gray flower and, uh, and frog collector. Actually, you asked something different. You asked if you can catch the, uh, the sky form of shaman in platinum. No, you cannot. The only way to get Shaman is through an event, um, such as the Toys R Us event that the the United States had back in February, or there might be another Wi-Fi event coming soon in 2009. No, you cannot catch Shaman in Diamond and Pearl uh, and Platinum. Let's see, another another emailer, Anthony. uh, He's also been a long-time listener. Well, not long time because there's only four episodes, but he's been a listener since the beginning. He says, uh, hey there, it's Anthony again. So far, I'm only on the second gym in Platinum, so probably so probably only four stars out of five. Um, once, once the uh, the twist comes in the game, maybe five stars. Uh, and he says, keep going with the podcast, Anthony. And, uh, another email from a uh, listener named Chuck. He says, uh, sweet show. I like how you talk about the trading card game and the video games. Um... You mentioned the trading card game. I think in the first episode, I mentioned that I would be talking about the trading card game every once in a while. But um, if you guys want me to talk about the card game, I will. You know, just give me a little request for it if you want to know some information about it. I'm not big into the card game. I haven't been into the card game since um, I was like 11 years old. I I have not played the Pokemon trading card game for the longest time. Every once in a while, I'll buy a pack of cards... But um I don't play the game. I haven't played like I said since I was 11. So, if you if you really do want me to talk about the trading card game, I will. I'll mention something in the news or whatever. But whatever new packs might come out or, you know, what have you. But um that was the emails from the last episode. There was only 5 and there was one, you know, the 6 and 7, two emails complaining about um uh using uh a name. So if you want me to use a special name for you guys, like one of our listeners, I'm not going to say his real name cuz he wants me to use Dynamic. So, one of our listeners, Dynamic, wants us to use that name. So, yeah, that's it for the uh, our emails, our email portion of the episode. Before we go, I wanted to ask, Dynamic had, give, had let me borrow his Shaman before, but I was really, really wondering if any of you have extra Shaman that you would allow me to keep at all. If any of you have extra Shaman, you know, I mean, I'm not asking you to, like, Like, I'm not asking you, like, give me your shaman now, you know, I'm just asking if you have an extra shaman from the Toys R Us event, you know, because a hack shaman, I can go buy an AR and hack myself a shaman, but I would really want a shaman from the Toys R Us event uh, that was uh, in, in in the United States. And if you guys have an extra of the Enigma berry and the Mickleberry, it'd be really cool to have one of those. Because, like I said, I missed the Darkrai event. I'm not, I'm not too big on on having the Darkrai because all it does is allows you to keep a Darkrai, but the allows you to have a ride, But the Shaman event it unlocks the Gracidia flower in the game, and I have a friend that w- also was not able to go to it, and I would like to own a Shaman so I could, you know, trade to his game because because he restarts his game over and over again for some reason, um, so he can get the Gracidia flower. So, um, if anybody has extra mickleberries, extra enigma berries, and maybe an extra shaman or two, you know, just throwing that out there, just let me know and, uh, make a request to trade for something because I have nothing to trade for. Like I said, I, I haven't gone to any of the events except the Regigigas Gigas event. So I guess, uh, that's just a little request from me, you know, and, uh, I guess that's for the show. So don't forget to send us the, the Answer to uh, to the uh, question of the episode. Any suggestions? Any comments about the show? So, uh, uh, thank you guys for listening for the, to the show. Um, my name is Gabriel, and from everyone here at Flashlight Studios, live, laugh, and catch them all.